before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. This is Sprinkles with Collection Therapy. All right, Sprinkles, we're back for another episode. Episode number 21. 21. I'm kind of proud of us. We've been consistent every week since we started. Uh, actually, there was one week, but we didn't really – hadn't started yet. Right. That was like the – that was a prologue. Um, you, you and I are trying to figure out – both of our schedules, but, but the we're, fact we're, that both of us are such busy people for different reasons, but very different, very, very busy people. And we still manage to get in here every week. So that's nice. Yeah. So we are knocking it out. And in this week's episode, it came, <laughs> the topic came up very last minute, AKA yep. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited about it. We're going to be talking about some discomfort today. So before oh, we God, get into that, <laughs> so much, so much discomfort. Oh my God. Um, Speaking of topics, it would be awesome if you guys out there listening would suggest things. Like if you guys have movies you want us to watch or TV shows you want us to watch or just things you want us to talk about, that would be awesome. I mean, not that we are running out of ideas. It's just fun to have a suggestion every once in a while. We have a listener, The Real Joe Danger. That's right. Uh, uh, real he, name Jesse, but as far as Instagram's concerned, The Real Joe Danger. Uh, he's a buddy of he, mine from Houston. And he has been awesome. He's been talking to us almost after every episode, you know, and we talked last week about our top five rom-coms and I was a huge, I'm a huge fan of and my number one movie almost of all time is um, High Fidelity. And he suggested a movie off of that called Singles, mm-hmm. which is, a, I believe, released in 1992, which is kind of along the same vein of like love and life and that awkward, like trying to figure out, but like set to like a grunge background which i really enjoyed oh, cool because i am like that product of that like genre yeah and so it's super cool and i think that you and i will make that an episode what we Rad. should do is like we watch i have an idea we watch uh high fidelity and then we watch singles and we just talk about how the two relate oh hell yeah i'm into that yeah so i'm excited to do that but it was a great idea and we appreciate the idea from uh the real joe danger but I think what we're going to try to do is there's an app called Slack, which is it's basically a working a co collaboration space on the internet, right? It's an app you download. There are channels in there, and I think it's we're going to set up. It's a, as if you're like texting with different threads with people, so you can open up a folder where it's you're only talking about a certain topic. It's not right. all jumbled together, so it's it's kind of like an organized way to collaborate. It's a new age online forum board. That's yes. a little bit more easy to understand. Mm-hmm. So I think what we're going to try to do, I'm not sure yet. We'll let you guys know on Instagram when we decide this, but we'll open up our Slack channel that we've created um, and get you guys in there talking to us and we'll do feedback and we'll, I mean, cause we're, we don't need just ideas. If you guys think there's something we could do better, mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear that, you know, so or just, uh, just shoot the shit, ask us a question, you know, if, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever you want to talk about. But no internet trolls. Fuck all that. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It's it's a privilege. It's not a it's not a right yeah. to be on Slack. I am a precious butterfly, and I bruise easily. And That's right. It's just I, I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive guy. Like, 
<laughs> I'm a new age sensitive man. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of one of the ideas that we've been talking around. Um, how's tape, how's tape hunting for you going? Uh, for me, <clears throat> this last week I found one tape in the wild and I did purchase one tape on eBay as just a, um, I got a job now so I can spend $10 on a tape on eBay. But about Rabid Grannies, which is a trauma movie, about, I believe it, it's British. I watched it. It's pretty ridiculous, gory, very gory. Uh, and it's about, like, mutated, rabid grandparents. That's really okay, all I got to okay. say, yeah. And it's a trauma-produced movie, so that's a good one. And then, uh, then I found out in the wild, <clears throat> pardon my throat, I found out in the wild a Bundy Full Christmas so the um, the Married with Children Christmas special. That's amazing. Yeah. I found that at a place I go all the time. Nothing looked different. It looked like the same stacks of tapes. And I gave it a quick swipe through. I was with my buddy, too. He was like, I don't know why we're doing this. He doesn't, he doesn't tape hunt. And I'm, uh, I'm just sifting through this big pile of shit. And then finally I find, uh, I see the word Bundy. And I was like, all right, rad. And it was Married with Children. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Christmas episode too, so it's got Sam Kennison in it, uh, playing uh, an angel. Yeah, yeah. Great. You had me. That that was one of those shows that when I was growing up, I had to sneak to watch because it was it was on daytime or evening TV. Yeah. But my mom was just not having the comedy and the sexual tension. Yeah. And. That that was still a big deal in the early and mid nineties. Like people were mm-hmm. like, "This is a risky TV show." Today, that would be the most PG, like easygoing television. Yeah, show. Um, I used to watch it when it was on, but I was so young. Mm-hmm. That's why I was allowed to. I, I didn't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, I was like four years old. Yeah, and I turned but... out fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's as... all. That's all the tape stuff for me. Um, not much. I've been I'm, hunting. I, unfortunately, it's just all gone. Yeah, you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. Most of my shops here in Atlanta that I know of are gone. They've stopped carrying it. I'm, it's drying up to the point where I'm really, I don't want to say stopped hunting, but I, I'm not going out as much because when I go, I take my son. Right. And it's not worth it to me to like have to drive for an hour to find a tape because he's going to lose his mind. Right. And I don't want to subject him to being in the car all day. And I haven't gotten there to the point where I'm willing to go to flea markets with him yet. He's just a little too young. He likes to run around, grab everything. So mm-hmm. he, he won't, it won't be a easy experience and this just, he'll just be running around. So yeah. maybe when he's a little bit older, I'll hop back into it. But for right now, I'm kind of putting a pause on my hunting. I haven't done it. It's random. If I, if I go somewhere for something we need, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll look, but if like, you know, I'm not going out of my way at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems I mean, it seems all the big chains are stopping the tapes in general, the VHS, um, or only keeping Disney ones. Like I don't know how this trend is starting now at at a lot of thrift stores. Like they think they think now it's happening. This was a big thing back in the day, but they're only keeping Disney clamshells and charging like two bucks. And I'm like, that doesn't yeah. even if you think they're worth money, that doesn't make sense for you to just charge <laughs> a little bit more and then throw the rest away. It does. It's not logical. I don't yeah. understand it. But um, eventually, I'm going to have to go online. I think and try to find some titles. Which you can if I you ne- hunt like like as a hobby, like online. 
you can find those killer deals like once in a in a blue moon where you're like, oh sweet, someone just posted it, buy it now, ten bucks, and it's like you know a forty dollar tape, and you're like, sweet, got it. But again, eBay prices are going crazy right now. They are. <laughs> That's they are. really a shame. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous and that that's where it bothers me i'm like like if i found killer clowns i mm. might but i'm not willing to pay like 40 bucks for that right and that's not that's not even worth like you can get that anywhere yeah you know the ones that are going for so much i can understand as a collector but when it comes to watching them like i have a re-release big box of uh of street trash which shout mm. out to to champion for donating that to the shop here because uh, he got a legit copy but if like I don't need to pay a hundred dollars for the slip, the original like nineteen eighty whatever slip of Street Trash, I can watch it. I got a tape. It's really cool. Like I, I don't need that, but I understand it as a collector. Like I get why people want that stuff, but that's I ain't paying those dollars for. Right. I, I guess I've kind of just started to. Is that tape going to bring me that much joy? Right? Exactly. Is is fifty dollars worth of tape? And will it bring me $50 worth of joy? Right. I think the reason these things bring me such joy is they're so cheap. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it's a cheap thrill and a memory. Right. Um, and I've kind of created that the Pizza Planet world. But, yeah. That's why I love That's that a- I, I have such an affinity for early 2000s and late 90s, like comedies and horrors. Because no one wants those. So yeah. even on eBay, like those are cheap. Some of the tapes that I'm really looking for, I could buy for like five bucks. But like that's what, why what I'm, are you looking for? <clears throat> like this, like Phantom Tollbooth is one that I'm looking for. And it's about like an $8 tape online. That's totally reasonable. I would totally buy it. But it's always available. I'm like, it's not rare. It's just always yeah. available for like 8 bucks. And I'm like, okay, if I ever want it, I can buy it. But I could also just wait until I find it in the wild. Because that'll be fun if I ever do find it. And then there are some tapes like I did pay... I'm not going to say how much, but I didn't go overboard, but I did pay a chunk for the Windows 95 uh, Chandler and Rachel tape. It's a Windows 95 training tape. Welcome to the Microsoft Windows 95 video guide. This unique program will help teach you how to use many of the most important features of the new Windows 95 operating system. Our guide is separated into three sections. In section one, you'll get more than a few laughs as we present the world's first cyber sitcom, starring two of television's hottest comedy personalities, Jennifer Aniston and Matthew Perry. They'll be taking you on an adventure in computing that takes place in the office of Microsoft Chairman Bill Gates. Along the way, they meet a wacky bunch of propeller heads and are introduced to the top 25 features of Windows 95. In a big clamshell, and it stars uh, Matthew Perry and Jennifer Aniston. And it's like a sitcom. And it's really cringy and cheesy and hysterical. And I did pay for that because you can't find that anywhere. And it never comes up for sale. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. I found it. I'm going to buy it. But when when it comes to a lot of them, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait, you know. Yeah, Most of them I can watch sure. on on Hulu. Like I don't, I don't need to have every single one right away. I like the hunt. Yeah. I like being able to find things in the wild. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I kind of started realizing that I enjoyed the hunt more so than sometimes watching the movies. Like, oh yeah, totally. 
I enjoy the idea of coming up with a list and then like, I can't, the, the feeling I had when I found um, Friday the 13th, one through four, mm-hmm. right next to each other. I can't imagine. That must, have, that must have been rad. And I didn't go to hunt. I went in there to look for my son a jacket. Yeah. Because I'm not buying, I'm not spending retail on jackets that my son will grow out of in like four weeks. Exactly. He's still, so I was like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'll just go look. And there they were. And I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Those are you the know? best times. So that was a, that's a cool feeling, but mm-hmm. yeah. So probably when he gets a little bit older and he can talk, which is right around the corner, um, we'll probably start going out distance because he can tell me if he's over it, you know? Mm-hmm. So once that happens, I think I'm going to hop back into it. But for now, I'm just going to keep organizing because I've got about a thousand now. So I'm at a thousand. Hell yeah. There you go. It's Hit the big, the big four digit. <laughs> it's so many times. I know it's, it's so like... many, dude. It's, I keep coming home with more, but I have been purging a lot too. Like I, Aside from the ones I'm selling, I do get rid of some here and there where I'm like, you know, this ha- whole shelf of dramas that kind of need to have, but I'm literally never, ever going to touch. And I don't know anyone that would. Like, I don't need a copy of Fried Green Tomatoes. I really don't need it. I'm not going to watch it. No one I know is ever going to put it in. About- oh, it's so good, though. Yeah. I love that movie. I'm sure. <laughs> I like that lady oh. from Weeds, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's such a good story i cry at the end i'm not gonna lie i have it on vhs and i have popped it in but that's okay hey that's fine you know i should have sent it to you i'm a big drama guy i love i love a good cry yeah. big softy big softies speaking of a good cry i cried with the amount of awkwardness of this week so to set this up you and i talked when we were doing the episode about our favorite or what we're looking forward to in 2019 yeah we started talking about indie films mm-hmm. and things that you really enjoyed from 2018. Yeah. And so we decided today that we were going to talk about your favorite 2018 movie release. Yes. And that movie is... is eighth Grade. Hey guys, uh, it's Kayla back with another video. So, the topic of today's video is being yourself. Being yourself can be hard. And it's like, aren't I always being myself? And yeah, for sure. But being yourself is like not changing yourself to impress someone else. A lot of people like call me quiet or shy or whatever. But I'm not quiet. Most quiet. Taylor Day. I don't talk a lot at school, but if people talk to me and stuff, they'd find out that I'm like really funny and cool and talkative. By the way, I like your shirt a lot. It's like so cool. Written and directed by Bo Burnham, who is a dude that's just my age and he's from where I'm from, Boston. And uh, he just became, so I'm sure most of you guys know who he is. He became big on YouTube. Then he became uh, uh, like, he started getting comedy specials and he has, I think three or four comedy specials. Uh, very funny guy, music, live theatrics, jokes, all that jazz. And he wrote this movie about being in eighth grade now, which I'm not in eighth grade right now. I'm very far detached from eighth grade. You much further. And, uh, and I wasn't sure how it was going to be or how, what angle he was going to come at it from, uh, or how he was going to make me feel for an eighth grade girl now, just because we didn't have Twitter. And wow, what, what a movie, this movie can pull tears out of your face in so many different parts for different reasons. You're 
you're happy, but then you're uncomfortable and then you're, then you're just proud of her and you're so many things about this movie. And it's all reflective too, because we're content creators, be it just a podcast or if you make YouTube videos or if you do whatever, if you make content for strangers on the internet to consume, you can relate to this movie. Agreed. So why don't you tell people what this move, like a general synopsis of this movie. So this movie follows the story of Kayla. uh, I'm blanking. Kayla last name. And uh, she is an eighth grade girl who doesn't talk much at school. She doesn't have really any friends. Um, Her, her mother had passed when she was much younger. So it's just her and her dad. She's very addicted to social media and very, you know, She's very just kind of melancholy. And Mm -hmm. uh, she has a YouTube channel, though, about self-confidence and, you know, being the person, you know, you want to be and being yourself and getting over your fears and putting yourself in uncomfortable spots. But she can't quite do that in person. So this movie is her going through the motions. And it's a very short span of time. It must be like a week. Um, Yeah. It's uh, her just going through the motions of things of growing up now and like putting herself in uncomfortable situations and being like just being strong when, when it felt really hard for her. And we've all been in eighth grade. If you haven't yet, uh, thanks for listening. That's weird. But Hey, if you're not in eighth grade yet, watch this movie. Cause wow, get ready. Eighth grade's crazy. And, and then you need to realize that eighth grade doesn't mean shit in the grand scheme. Of in life. the grand scheme of things, yeah. But it's but we all have that connection to it, and we all remember middle school. I remember, I mean, I repressed most of it, but I remember middle school, and I did not like it. I related a lot to Kayla, but I certainly wouldn't have had a YouTube channel. And that was the other dynamic where I was like, wow, I can't fathom being on the internet, being on Instagram in eighth grade. I didn't. I had the internet, but all I had was AIM. And I had a very short friends list. <laughs> that, was, that was about the extent of it. Oh my God. AI. Yeah. That's how you communicated when I was in college. Yeah. That's how I communicated in middle school. So those were my only friends was people online. Cause we didn't hang out in person. We were all too awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but our away messages I, were cool and deep. <laughs> this movie was, it's well-written. It's an amazingly well-written mm-hmm. movie. I like the way that they filmed this movie. Now, with that said, is this movie my favorite movie of all times? Absolutely. Right. Um, for me, again, so I'm a weird dude, and I, in eighth grade, was not super popular mm-hmm. because I, like her, cared too much. I wanted people to like me. Yeah. Because, like, when I hit high school, I just didn't give a fuck, and it, like, then people started liking me. You know I what know, I'm saying? It's a crazy change. <laughs> it's a crazy change. But like usually – this is funny. Usually when I watch shit that I know is going to be uncomfortable or like TV mm-hmm. shows, I fast forward. So this is a weird way I watch movies, right? I generally can figure out the idea, the plot, and I don't I, – I fast forward through the filler. Yeah. So like on TV shows, my wife does not watch TV shows with me. I binge TV shows and then I'll, I'll fast forward through the bullshit <laughs> filler. Or the storylines that I don't like to get to the storylines that I enjoy. I love that. You streamline it. You just, just fuck it. People can be like, oh, you love that show? Do you remember this part? And you're like, nah. Skipped all Nah, that. but I understand. <laughs> I know the episode. So before 
I started watching this. Uh, my wife said, you cannot fast forward through anything. And I said, okay. <laughs> so I, I endured it. And this is a very, very awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's our, it's eighth grade. It's a, it's a adolescent teen preteen. It really, oh. it pulls oh. on all the cords that make you like, like nauseous. Like it's so, <sighs> I wanted to crawl into yep. a hole and just not watch this. I was, I was just like, at one point, I'm like, "This isn't entertaining anymore. I'm just so uncomfortable for this mm-hmm. girl. Like, I wanna, I wanna hug her, and just be like, it'll be okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know." Um, there's just so many parts, but the the one downside is besides the awkwardness, I felt it was a little slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there isn't like a necessary beginning, middle, end. There's no real goal or like plot. It's just her finishing eighth grade. Um, it's almost shot in a docu film way. Yes. Like it's almost like a documentary of her last week of school. Yeah, it's kind of like behind the so, shoulder. A lot of it is behind the shoulder. For it being a kind of slow film, mm-hmm. it was. It also it was over before I realized. Right? I don't, that sounds weird. You're like, oh my god, when it is this gonna? Is anything gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Then also, it's like she's graduating. You're like, what the fuck? How how many minutes? Where are we? How how long is this movie? Yeah. So, it's very much just like a, a mundane day in the life movie. Um, and the reason I liked it is because it is so real and that nothing big does happen. And that there is no similar to the Florida project, which I don't know if you've seen, but that's another one, another mm-hmm. indie movie that I would definitely, I could spend a lot of time talking about the Florida project and it's not a movie that necessarily even needs to end. It's just, like, you, I want to know how her life keeps going, but I never want to see another movie with her again. Like, I just I just feel for her, and I'm like, she's going to be fine. And Gabe, that adorable bastard that is me in eighth grade, the kid with the sauce. Yeah, the kid that... If like, you've seen the movie, you know about the sauce kid. Gabe is adorable, and that kid just just shines through the movie. It's one of the last scenes, but it's just... it's. You feel so good for her in that moment because she's actually having a nice experience with another person. Yeah, she's not trying to, like we all do, worry about who she's hanging out with mm-hmm. because she doesn't want people to get to. She's actually just hanging out with people that she wants to hang out with. Being, I love the. She, well, there's so many parts I love. We can yeah. just we need to go down the list, but as this movie opens, she's basically doing a YouTube video. She's mm-hmm. and so she does. The interesting is she does these YouTube videos. She's a content creator. But inside of her YouTube videos, it's she's she says she's doing it to help others, you know, mm-hmm. get out there. But she really she's just pep talking herself on the internet, right? Or in a little way portraying something that she's not, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of us do on the internet, uh, subconsciously or not. Yeah, fun we fact: just portray I actually, what we want. <laughs> I actually don't watch movies at all, and I own zero VHS. He hates pizza. I hate the pizza. <laughs> 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 just kidding i'm obsessed with all this yeah stuff. mine are all just stock photos from google <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot of work to keep this persona up i tell you it's i know just, it's a lot of work and and that's but, what she does she she'll talk to people and say like and say like have a whole video about how being uncomfortable is good and how getting getting over something and and just putting yourself out there and she's stumbling and she doesn't know the right words because she is in eighth grade she's an actual eighth grade girl so it's written as her like she doesn't know all the vocabulary to say all the things she's feeling so she just says a lot of like um and it's really bad because bad people aren't good and like it's so innocent and you just you understand her and you know that she's cooler than 
she thinks she is. Yeah, for sure. Because you're like, you get it. You're going to be cool. And the people she likes and the people she wants to like her suck. And that's all I remember from middle school is all those kids sucked. Yeah. And they still do. But I remember middle school, like, you know, the first couple of years, it's like everyone is together. And then you start like fifth grade to like eighth grade. Everyone becomes like either a dick or mm-hmm. the people that want to be friends with the dicks. You know, yep. that sounded really bad. Like friends with dicks. Dicks and friends. Uh, that's dick not friends. I mean. Dick friends. Uh, hold on. Middle no. school dick friends. <laughs> Great. That's now we're new, gonna get, new band name. We're gonna get questioned. <laughs> but like you, all you wanted to do is be a friend with the people that were like jerks to everyone, right? Because that gave you clout. Yeah. Or you were the silent kid that just you didn't even know how to process everybody. You felt like you weren't one of them. Yeah. Uh, which is how I was. I was very much like alone. I would go home and think that I was cool to myself, but with just nothing around me and no friends uh shout out to all those friends i did actually have in middle school like no offense y'all were cool but there were very few of them uh but yeah so it starts with her youtube video and then it does that is that when it comes right to her in class it goes into like how school is and like how she lives on the internet like she's doing a makeup tutorial and then she's like goes to school and she doesn't talk the whole time she's in school it's just like her going to art class and like english class and like Mm -hmm. sex ed which was really weird and then like it was and then she gets home and she's like on her phone and her dad's trying to talk to her and like all she's doing is like she's interacting on instagram Mm -hmm. like all these people she's liking their photos she's responding to their photos like she's living a life that she wants via the internet right and i think that's very true today like kids Mm -hmm. have to have their phone like you know, I'm a product of the nineties. So luckily in grade school, when this shit was hard, yeah, you went home and it, the bullying or whatever just ended. Right. Exactly. Like you didn't have to deal with it. You went home. And you didn't you did have to see the... the people you were jealous of anymore. Right. <laughs> you, you know, like you went home with your dial up modem and you played like Sim city because that's mm-hmm. all that you had. Um, so I definitely think that this movie hit the nail on the head when it comes to like life as a child. Now you're more adult than we ever were. Yeah, they're forced into it. They, they're forced into growing they, up. And they and we always wanted to grow up, but we didn't have the tool and then then iPhones happened. <laughs> there you go. You're For an sure. adult now. Like yeah. everything is now yours, all the info. They like teachers used to say you can't just look this stuff up and now well now we can teachers. So I don't even know how they're dealing with it. <laughs> it's like I can play Fortnite and find that answer to that math problem faster than you can do any handwritten <laughs> equation. So, like, <laughs> kids are just winning, like, as far as, as they're advancing so fast. And they bring that up in the movie when there's high schoolers involved. Yep. Uh, that that was a whole weird That scene. whole chunk of the movie is, that did make me uncomfortable this morning. I actually did walk away and I hung up some pictures that I had <laughs> I was like, oh, all of a sudden I remember these chores I have to do. Let me just, let me just and do I this real quick. promised my wife I wouldn't fast forward it. Yeah. And I sat there and watched the whole... And it's it, tense. Oh God, it's so awkward. And it and sh- the best thing is, is that no matter who watches that movie, it does like that's how it should play out. Like that's a good message for everyone who sees that movie. Is don't be that. Like don't like it was just played out perfectly. Everybody, it was very real. It was very so, intense. Okay. We have to. So it's, spoiler yeah. alerts. It's a it's she, a truth or dare section with a high schooler who puts her in a very manipulative situation. He basically says, you know, let me help you 
you know, get experience, get experience before you're with a person that doesn't care about you. Yeah. And he tries to make her feel bad. Like, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to be bad. I'm going to, they're going to make fun of you. I was just trying to help. Um, Really fucked up things. She goes home to learn how to give a blowjob. Like, so she's Googling how to give blowjobs. Right. She, the whole banana scene. Oh my God. So yes, that was uncomfortable when she threw the banana at her dad, when he walked in was hilarious. That was was hilarious. But, but yeah, there was a scene where the high school kid tried to try to uh, harass. He was harassing. He he didn't do anything like physical to her, which I'm glad the movie didn't go there. Um, But he tried and it was really uncomfortable. And it, we all know people in middle school and high school that were scumbags. We, they walked the halls with us. They don't, age doesn't have anything to do with that. Scumbags exist. And it was, I'm glad it was in the movie, even though it is the most uncomfortable part, because that needs to be seen by everybody that watches this movie yeah. to know that that's what's happening and that can happen and you can get out of it. And, but when she goes home and she's like destroyed her room and she's yes. devastated and her dad's trying to like comfort her. Mm-hmm. As being a dad, I just, I, I was like, what the fuck would I do in that situation? Like, holy fuck right. balls. Like, because obviously she's not going to tell him outright, you know, no, yeah. which the movie kind of portrays. He just sat there and there's no words, yeah. just trying to comfort a distraught daughter. And which is amazing. Shout out to Bo Burnham for his ability to make this movie. It's so good. And he's, he wasn't a director. His background is he taught himself piano and guitar in his room alone when he was 15. And then he put up funny songs on YouTube and he blew up like that's his whole path. And I followed him this whole time. I went, I, one of his stage shows, words, words, words. Um, I'm in that audience. Like I, I, he did it in Boston cause he's from there. So I relate so much to him and just seeing this movie, like I, I could feel his, his influence on it. And he says that it's not his movie. It's him and Elsie's movie. Elsie plays Kayla because she worked just as much on the movie as he did. And she is just a normal eighth grade girl. Um, his original script had things like Facebook in it. And she responded, no one uses Facebook. So he, cha- <laughs> he changed it to Twitter and Instagram because he didn't even think about that. Because when, when me and him were in middle school and high school, we had MySpace. So... He's trying to relate to kids now. And he was like, Facebook, right? And she's like, no. Oh, my God. No, we don't touch Facebook. I, so I, I, could, I can't imagine how it was for you with all those things, right? So MySpace, I got right. a MySpace page. Well, Facebook didn't exist when I was in college. It, when right. I graduated in 05, Facebook had just been invented. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a MySpace either. Like That was just something that my, genera- like, my age didn't think about, right? Oh, I, totally. I cannot fathom being a young adult or a teenager or an adolescent and having this much access to social media and the stimulation that that is and how it portrays not real life. And, and I mean, they're raised with this from, from childhood. So it is real life to them. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's as if we're entering the matrix through the phone. We're like, that's what reality is, but because we don't care to look up. Um, which is crazy, and I'm not giving kids enough credit. There are there are kids that are going to be fucking movers and shakers of the world, and hopefully, uh, once Congress dies off, we can like improve some things and get some younger kids in there. But it is amazing to think that just you know, let's see, eighth grade from me right now would be 
goodness, 20 years. I'd have to go back like so 20 years together. You were in eighth grade in 03. I was in eighth grade in 96. 03. So that was uh, 16 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 16 years ago. I can't imagine what it's like for someone who's 16 years younger than me. That's insane to me. Uh, and you're how much older than me? You're I'm 36. Yeah. So you're eight years older than me. So my entire, like, like, shit, I was in elementary school when you graduated. So, like, that's crazy. <laughs> and it's so easy to assume that things stay the same. But they just really, they don't. Like, kids are being raised completely different now. And that's why I like that this, this movie shows that. And it, 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 it truly got me thinking, like, how am I going to handle the time when my son goes, Dad, I want a phone because my friends have it right. and I want to be connected. You're like. Because the internet is such a gnarly place. I know. And as an adult, I mean, it's a gnarly place for adults. And it's, you know, with with social media, it affects adults as well. Like we have like, but like I have the cognitive ability sometimes to realize that people are not always posting the bad things, just posting what they want the world to see. Right. You don't have that when you're in eighth grade, man. You don't have that (laughs) when you're, you know, a freshman. You just see that everyone has a better life than you. Yeah. And the other thing is that they just being exposed to all that stuff must desensitize you. I, I got the internet provided it was in my room. Like I got a computer in my room, which was bougie for, for kids my age, but (laughs) I was like 12, 12 or 13. I got a computer with the internet and you know, I had Kazaa and LimeWire and I was downloading things I shouldn't have. And I was trying to go to websites I shouldn't go to, but there really weren't that many. And um, boy, now you can stumble upon any of that stuff. You can go to an Instagram page and you're like, this stuff wouldn't have been allowed on my oh, modem. Oh my God. I remember the first time I stumbled upon a page like that. It was in school because in mm-hmm. high school we had typing class. We all did. I had to learn the internet in high Love school. Love typing. And yeah. so, but we also had websites or uh, computers in the library so you could look up things. And I remember Googling or Typing in, I want. I had a paper on the White House. I typed in whitehouse.com. There you go. There you go. We all Boom. got that one. Boom. <laughs> Popped up porn site. And I mean, yep. I go to, went to a Catholic high school. Yeah. Nuns were none too pleased with that. And move. they didn't know how to block stuff back then. They, they didn't. At the same time, you're like, how the fuck do I get out of here? Like, what happened? How did I get here? Right. I don't know how to use computers yet. I don't know. How to use... I don't <laughs> understand the Google. I don't know. It showed me boobs. <laughs> I, I, that happened to me once when I did a report of the Titanic. I just Googled Titanic. This is the first time using Google, like with my mom. We don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> and uh, mind you, I, my first book report, I wrote on a typewriter. I just want everybody to know that. I know I'm young, but my, <laughs> I didn't have any other keyboard. I had a typewriter in elementary school to write book reports. So uh, we found a way to use Google and looked up Titanic. And of course, there was like a picture of boobs, like on one of the first page. My mom was like, wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it changed uh. everything for me. But, uh, but anyway, back to the movie. The, one of the scenes that really, really touched me in this movie was the scene after she basically was destroyed at a party and mm-hmm. just um, in that whole scene with the guy trying to talk her in. She basically was like, my hopes and dreams are gone because yeah. she had basically at the beginning of grade school recorded a video of herself saying, I hope eighth grade is awesome. This is what I've quite questions. And she kept it mm-hmm. all in this like shoebox. It was like a time capsule. Yeah. And yeah. so she got the time capsule and she was kind of reliving all these things and was like, none of my hopes and dreams. So she basically asked her dad to help her light a fire mm-hmm. in the backyard. And he's 
he's unsure why, but he doesn't want to question her because he knows that she's in this like delicate state. Yeah. And so, great dad, great dad. In this. Yeah. Like that's the dad I aspire to be for sure. He's what a supportive, cool, funny dude. That's just, just meant so well. Yeah. So he lights the fire and they're just sitting in silence next to a fire and she throws in the shoebox. She throws in the time capsule. And he literally goes, what was that? And she goes, it was my hopes and dreams. <laughs> and he literally had no response to that. He was just like, "Yeah, holy fuck. Okay, here we go. And he, she then asked him a question. Do I make you sad? And he didn't know what she was asking. And so she said, if I had a daughter like me, she would make me sad. And that I cried. I, I cried because I'm a dad. And I don't know what I would say if my son asked me that. Like, I feel like I would right. just. If your child was depressed about themselves and and would be upset if they were their own kid. Yeah. And that makes everybody think because I never I never even would have had that. Incl- I never would have had that thought of what if I was my own kid. Never crossed my mind of an idea. And I was like, whoa. Like, yeah, what if my kid said that? What if. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. What if I ever even thought that? I. I think I would have been pretty happy with myself, but yeah, I'd probably be like, he's a weird kid. He's pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have definitely embraced. But uh, that was a very intense scene. Yeah. Um, well I, lit. It, just like the whole atmosphere of the scene. It felt like it was the, like a real conversation. It was the first time they were actually talking about it. Right. Yeah. I like the fact that like it wasn't filmed perfectly. Like there wasn't, you know, every shadow wasn't accounted for. Like every right. light beam wasn't accounted for. Like I like the way they did it, like a true heartfelt moment. Mm-hmm. And I just think it was it was so well done. That scene and the scene where she basically realizes her eighth grade year is over. Fuck these people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let them know how it is. And she walks up to the school bitch that yep. she's better than everybody, and she just. Head down. Didn't look at her the whole time. Head down, which is such a good direction to be like, (laughs) don't actually look at her because you're still nervous, but bitch her out. (laughs) Just straight up lets her rip in the line Uh to get the diploma. And I was like, yep, you go, girl. Mm -hmm. And then the girls just didn't pay a fucking lick of attention. Did not care what she said. Wasn't even listening, which is so telling of how it really is. But she was still proud of herself. And it's like, yeah, you can yell at these people because none of this stuff matters yeah, nothing matters it was... you want to go you want to go yell at your boss today and quit are you at work right now do you want to go yell at your boss and quit i fully advocate that go for it <laughs> yeah life's too short Just keep man. your head down it's really nerve-wracking <laughs> look at your feet the whole time yeah sometimes they look at you and it makes you sad um <laughs> but that and then then when she had the date with gabe now gabe is a character that i hope this kid goes on to do a lot more this little jason schwartzman this is a beautiful little creature was so sweet with his Szechuan sauce joke. And I don't even like Rick and Morty, but I thought that was adorable that he brought up Rick and Morty. He just sets up this nice dinner for them to have at home. And he's like, he's like, I got a 20 piece chicken nugget and I got two of every sauce. And if there's any sauce you don't like, we can switch. Cause I like them all equally. And he's like very <laughs> awkward. And he's show he's like subtly showing her his archery, uh, award. Archery award. Yeah. He's like, I think it's pretty stupid. And she's like, no, it's, it's cool. Uh, and it's just so sweet because you, you, you just see them having such a nice time. And you're like, man, she's going to be great. I hope I hope they become best friends. Yeah. And it doesn't develop because it doesn't need to. It doesn't go anywhere after that. It's just... That's the other thing. They didn't throw in some weird love story. They didn't throw it... The crush that she has, 
all she does is tantalize him by saying she has dirty pictures because she nervously doesn't know how to get his attention. <laughs> he finally gets excited, and then we never even see him again. And I was like, good. We don't need to. He's not important. <laughs> right. I He's think... just a really well-written jock, like, hot boy, fuckboy character in eighth grade, which I knew plenty of them. So this movie is – it's good. I will give it that. I gave I, – I rate all my movies, you know, one to five. I gave it three mm-hmm. stars. So yeah. it's not – it wasn't amazing for me. And I, when I say amazing, it's like I judge movies. If it's amazing, I'll watch it like – I can binge it every day. Right. I understand that. Three for me was it was well done. It was well thought out. But I'm probably not going to watch it again. Yeah. Right. But you don't you don't hate that you watched it. No, I don't hate that I watched it. Uh, yeah, that's like a one star or a zero. Yeah. That's a that's like it, Aragon. Like I, that's a you can't get that time back. <laughs> I watched the whole movie. I didn't mm-hmm. fast forward through it, and I didn't regret watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? Did your wife enjoy it? So she didn't watch it. She was actually reading. And uh, she just she just made you not re- not fast forward. Yeah, she just made me promise not to fast well, forward. Well, thank you, thank you to you. I think uh, I think my wife, my wife's name is MK by the way. I think my wife. MK would love this movie because she loves i think i'm going to suggest that she watch it i think she Mm -hmm. would really enjoy it um but i really like the the movie company that i don't is it it's a it's the entertainment company a24 that a24 just pumping out gold so many good movies so they just did um what is his names um uh mid 90s like, yeah, Jonah Hill's Jonah Hill's 90s. movies, and I really want to see that. Like that, yeah. that intrigues me. They've done movies like uh, The Lobster, or um, mm-hmm. they, they did Enemy, I think. Enemy. They did. Uh, what else did they do that we've seen? Um, Good Time. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if many of you've seen Good Time is great, and then uh, they did Florida Project. Room. They did. Yep, they did uh, the Short Sp- Peel movies. The Get Out. Did they do Get Out? I, I think they're doing the get out in the us. I think so. And then they did like um, spring breakers and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, quick, totally off topic, but shout out to a trailer that we'll call this trailer watch trailer watch. Um, everybody go check out a trailer by the movie, uh, the movie called Ma. Are you going to meet a boy? No sucks or bees. Okay. Woo. like Ma's place. Um, M-A apostrophe S, I believe. Fantastic looking horror movie about to come out. Um, just really intense. It's about that cool mom in the neighborhood that lets kids drink at her place and shit gets really dark. And like, it's such a new idea. Uh, so yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to that because I don't know how many people know about that movie, but I didn't. So looks I'm badass. Gonna... So we will update y'all next week on that one. But, but yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, I think this was an awesome movie. I would suggest people go watch it. I think it is a worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a movie you watch to to feel. It definitely hits the feels, all of yeah. them. The uncomfortable. Yeah, don't, don't, don't watch it to think you're going to – it's not like uh, – There are no explosions. Not, there yeah. are no lasers. There are no aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, another, there's another show. So if you do enjoy this, there's a show. If you were to take eighth grade and Broad City, the, the TV show, and put them together, so basically like an eighth grade Broad City, there's a show called Pen15, and it's a Hulu original, mm-hmm. and it's seventh graders in the year 2000. And it is very accurate to the year 2000. Mm-hmm. So that is what I do recommend to people as well. If you're into this movie or the kind of awkwardness and weird stage of what middle school is. Um, I think nothing's captured it better than eighth grade and pen 15, which if anybody joined that club in middle school, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> there was. Yeah. So I am stoked that I watched it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad I went to see it in theaters and I, I'm really excited to see what Bo Burnham does next I don't know what direction he's going to go next but he's not doing live comedy anymore so this is like what he's doing he's screenwriting and directing so I, yeah. I think he did a good job I'm, I'm intrigued to now to check out his other things so yeah check out his comedy check out any of those they're really they get deep they get as deep and like feelsy as this movie but while he's doing comedy. And it's very satirical, very self-aware. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff for anybody out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. One thing I'm... This is completely unrated because this is what this podcast is. We have a That's flow, right. kind of. I need suggestions for TV shows to binge. So I am currently binging The X-Files for like the ninth time. Okay. Um, what, uh, what services are we talking? What channels? I got them all. I got the Hulus. Get, I got the okay. Netflix. Amazon Prime, HBO Go. I got okay, it. do you watch shows by yourself? Or are you looking to couples binge? Uh, I'm couples binging right now with Grace and Frankie with my wife, and that show is hilarious. I recommend giving Dharma and Greg a watch. Do you remember that show? Yeah, of course. I've already seen it. And then we, my wife and I binged Will and Grace. So. Okay, I'm binging Dharma and Greg now because I hadn't seen it since it was new. And it is bringing so much joy to us. It is such a good show. Um but yeah, so, that's what I'm doing now. So to give you ideas of my top five TV shows, all-time favorite show is The West Wing, followed by ER. We're going to throw in X-Files. We're also going to throw in um, Friday Night Lights. So you okay. can see that I'm all over wow, the Wow, it's very map. into serious dialogue. Very serious dialogue. I like, I like having... What about Gilmore Girls? Oh. I love Gilmore Girls. So good. It's so... It was really... Like, I watched it for the mom, but the dialogue is just fantastic. It's well-written. I thought it was mm-hmm. a good show. hmm But that's kind of where I am at. Oh, and, like, Friends and How I Met Your Mother, like, kind of round out my, my right. movies that I... The TV shows that I binge. So I'm looking for some new material. Like, I watch... You know, like, Killing Eve. Like, I, I'll watch... Mm-hmm. That was great. But, like, I want shows that I... Or older shows that I can jump in... And watch for like 12 seasons, you know. ER had 15 seasons and I watched every episode. That was a hell of a lot. It, it took some time. But Malcolm in the Middle, have you ever, you ever watched that? I watched it when it was out and it wasn't yeah. really my show. I don't okay. do a lot of TV comedies. I don't okay. find them enjoyable. I, don't, I need a little bit of drama, a little bit yeah. of sci-fi. What about uh, Orville? I haven't tried it yet. I'll give it a give shot. Give Orville a shot. Give Orville a shot. It. Watch the first... 
three if you give it two to three episodes then you can turn it off if you don't like it for you I'm but the first episode you for the yeah for the first episode you might be like okay we'll see but seth mcfarland is annoying and yes he is but just get past that. <laughs> but also, this is this is a take on Star Trek, right? This is a Star Trek. It is. It is. It's a Star Trek esque show. And yes, which and again, I'm we will allude. We will allude to uh, <laughs> Trek Wars month, which will come eventually. Oh, that's, that's a great idea. Oh we my will, god! Yeah. But all right. So if you have any ideas, hit me up or hit us up in our DM on Instagram and let me know. Um, but yeah. I think that's it for today, right? Yeah. As always, we are the guys behind the counter. If you have any questions or suggestions, hit us up on Instagram at the behind the counter podcast or email us at behind the counter podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. um, And we'll see you next time. Later.